This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. There are so many things as humans that we don't really understand. There are mystic, magical, faded things, as well as otherworldly realms that we just can't comprehend unless it's through the journey of our own soul. I'm your host, Steffi, aka The Spirit Sis. I'm a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher, and I'm here to take you on an exploration of all things spiritual. I'm going to connect to Source, give you divine downloads, and I want to keep you in the spirit loop. So here is the Psychic Scoop. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? (laughs) Yo, 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 okay, whatever. Welcome to Psychic Scoop. I am your host, Steffi, awkward AF. (laughs) I'm also known as Spirit Sis, and I'm here to walk you through your spiritual awakening. And today, it's just going to be a quick, fun little episode. I mean, not necessarily fun, but informative about seven ways to get rid of negative energy, negative people, negative things, or if you have some spirits lingering around, if you have a ghost in your house, a poltergeist, or things go bump in the night, this episode is for you. But honestly, this episode is for anyone that just wants to clear a bad vibe. (laughs) It happens all the freaking time. And you can use these tips if you are coming into a new space, if you want to cleanse or clear bad energy that you feel from other people, bad energy you feel from yourself, we've all been there. Or if you want to just reset the energy, these are all good tips that help stabilize either your energetic field around you or the energetic space that you live in or go to frequently or whenever you're setting up a sacred circle. So all of these are good for that. So I know getting rid of negative energy or bad vibes is really alluring and you want to just rush to do this, but I'm going to encourage you to be very grounded before you do any of these things I mentioned, because if you're rushing into it and you're not intentional, that's not necessarily the grounds for getting rid of bad juju energy. It's like similar to if you like go into a bathroom like directly after someone just took like a massive dump or something. And they like spray and do candles and all this stuff. And like at the end of the day, it just smells like shit. (laughs) We've all been there. (laughs) Let me give a better example that's more high vibe as I'm talking about negative energy. I'm literally discussing feces. Um, How about when you like mop the floor? The intention is to get the floor clean. But if you just rush around with your shoes directly on top of a mopped floor, it's not going to be clean. You're going to still get like dirt around. You know, you have to wait till it's dry. And sometimes that takes a minute. So um, the prime example is don't rush into this ritual. Don't try to fix a problem with a band-aid. You're going to want to really, really focus on the long-term gain here. And the more and more you like really are intentional, like I said with this, you're not going to 
have to do these massive rituals all the time. You just do mini tune-ups every now and then when you're feeling like you want to set up your space for a very harmonious vibe. And you should always just want to do a tune-up on your home and on your things and on your life and saging yourself. That's always really good practice if you are a spiritual person to really elevate and ascend in your spiritual journey. Alrighty, so let me go through these seven things that I personally believe help level out the energy in your house, protect you, bring in this harmonious, very high vibe energy so you can live in your space peacefully. Now, this is going to vary depending on if you do have ghosts in your house or if you just moved in or if you've lived there for forever or if you live with a partner. Take what you'd like, leave what you don't. And I have a feeling that some of this will really resonate and some things you'll want to do and some things you'll be like, wait, really? (laughs) Okay, so the first thing to instantly get a good vibe going is to light a candle. Now, there is a lot of scientific evidence that smoke does help clear energy, but specifically, I want you to light a white candle. White candles are known for angelic protection, but they also cleanse and clear energy. And it doesn't matter what kind of white candle it is. You can buy like a bougie white candle. You can go to the dollar store and get a white candle. It doesn't matter. It just should be white. Now, I have specific ritualistic candles of all different colors that I buy from a psychic store. (laughs) I would. Different candles mean different things, especially if you're doing rituals. But in general, Just lighting a white candle is very cozy and comforting, but it does get rid of energy. Now, there are some people that light candles until it burns out, but I haven't done that specifically because I'm too worried about fires. It could be past life trauma. Who knows? Some people do put candle in water in a bowl or something, but I just recommend burning it for as long as you can and then, you know, doing it the next day. I mean, if you can literally have this candle going for 12 hours, that's awesome. If you have white candles in several different areas of the house, house, of course, be very, very safe. But this is um, very good to immediately start getting that grounding energy going. Number two, use salt to change the frequency and energy. And this is like an old wives tale, but it actually does work (laughs) if you believe it or not. Because there's something about the ions and the salt that does change the energetic vibration. So you can either put like a literal bowl of table salt. Just go and get like a kosher salt, like the big white grains. You can put it in a bowl by your bedside if you want. If you're feeling there is a ghost or an energy that's bothering you in the middle of the night, you can actually surround your bed in it. (laughs) But I know that's not practical if you have a dog or a cat, a lizard, a kitten. Kitten and cat are the same thing. Um, You know what I mean? Like it, it might not be applicable for you if you have any critters at home that you don't want them to eat a bunch of salt. You know, we're all on low sodium diets. It's summer. So why don't you just put it in a bowl? You can do a mason jar. You can do a cup, a a 
little tiny little like I don't know ramekin whatever you want whatever resonates with you You, and then you can also put salt in the four corners of your room that's really helpful and some people actually do it in the entrance of doors like just a line of salt or again like a, a bowl of table salt and you can go crazy with this if you want put a bowl of salt in every room until you feel like the energy is good uh, or you could just do your bedroom it doesn't matter so experiment with that I recommend putting it out for at least 24 to 48 hours whatever vibes with you you know if you're having house guests over they're gonna be like what are you doing <laughs> why do you have a bowl of salt literally in your office but it doesn't matter do it whenever it feels comfortable for you but I'm telling you white salt is where it's at number three this is a very popular one that I'm sure you already know about or practice but this is smudging or saging an area. Now you can smudge with a sage stick. I use white sage. Some people use Palo Santo, even though I know you should find out where it's sourced because sometimes it is not ethically sourced. But a lot of people grow white sage and there's a ton of it and you can get it in a bundle. You can get it that's wrapped with crystals or other beautiful feathers. You can get sage sticks that have been blessed in sound ceremonies or sound baths. It's really up to you. Uh, Personally, I have like a sage stick in every room. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you how to literally, like literal smudging or saging because there is a lot of confusion on the internet. And I always wish that someone had told me (laughs) before I learned the hard way. So this is how you smudge properly. I find just taking a piece, like a long piece is actually better. It smokes better. But if you want and you get like a good little flame going, you light the entire like top half of the bundle or like the first layer and then you blow it out. There should never be an open flame when when you're smudging. It's actually just the smoke that is causing the cleansing of the energy. And by the way, it's been proven there's been like antibacterial and antiviral properties of sage. So at the beginning of COVID, I was saging all the time. I was like, antivirus, antivirus. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, have a good flame going for a second, blow it out, get the smoke going. Again, very intentional about how you're saging a space. The biggest thing that you need to know is you need to open a window or open a door. If you're saging a room, for example, or saging yourself, where do you think the negative energy is going? It's not just like disappearing into air. It's literally circulating the negative energy (laughs) and has nowhere to go, especially if you have a ghost or an entity that's hanging around needs to leave, leave, leave. So if you open up a window, it's going to go away from the smoke, away from the good vibes you're putting out, especially if it's a lower vibrational energy and it needs to exit. So make sure your doors are open. Even if it's like you're in a room, it's one single room, make sure that you have openings, you know, so the energy can leave. But I always recommend opening a window or a door. Now, I like to go to all four corners of the room. And my next part, step four, I'll explain how I verbally set intentions for how I clear the space. But I like to go to the four corners of the room. And I'm not just like going willy nilly, just random. I'm actually doing either like clockwise or counterclockwise. And I have a rhythm and a pattern that I'm doing in each of the four corners. So it's super balanced. So just be mindful of that. I also go around the perimeters of doors. And I also sometimes like to do the headboard of where I'm sleeping or if it's a desk 
if it's a computer, Mercury retrograde, I have literally smudged my computer and phone every Mercury retrograde. (laughs) Um, If you are smudging a friend or someone is smudging you, I like to spread legs. You know when you're getting like patted down? I mean, I hope you don't know. But you know how... You know, in the movies, you see the police officers like patting down or if you have a TSA, they pat you down. That's kind of what you're doing when you're saging. But you're using the smoke to clear the perimeter of their body and hopefully getting to all their chakras. So you sage, they kind of like wrap around their head and then wrap around the sides of their body. Then you go up towards their pelvis in the middle of between their legs, like near their root chakra, and then go back down the other leg, then up the side of the body, the side of the arm, and then head back towards like their throat chakra, their ajna, and their crown chakra. So that is how you properly smudge. Number four, this may be the most important step. You have to physically claim your presence in the space. It's very easy to get freaked out if you see a ghost or a spirit or sense a spirit, hear people talking or walking around. It's easy to get spooked, but you have to remember that you are in the physical realm and you have more power than the entities in that situation and you need to claim your space. So I've literally, in high school, I chased a ghost up the stairs once. (laughs) I told it to get the F out. And the more that you are verbal with the entity and say, hey, you're not welcome here. You need to leave. Please find the light. I mean, you can do it in like a, a kinder way. I wrap you in white light. I found that the mean approach works better when it comes to spirit because sometimes you can be nice to a ghost and it wants to hang around because it knows that you're nice too. (laughs) Trust me, I've learned the hard way. I've had ghosts linger in a space for far too long. I've got too comfortable living with a ghost and then I realized like I need to be alone in my own auric field. (laughs) But know that your spirit guides and your angels are much, much, much stronger than any in between, any lower frequency beings. So Call upon your angels or your guides to protect you. That's very, very helpful. Some people do call upon Christ. That can help you as well. But you have to use your voice because the longer you stay complacent, the more they think that's their domain. So also when you're smudging uh, or you are clearing your space with like Palo Santo, smoke, dried herbs, anything like that, you want to verbally state your intentions. And there's no right or wrong way you can do this, okay? You just have to free flow and your intentions can sound anything like, I command any negative energy or low vibrational energy to leave this home immediately. Or you can say something along the lines of, I only allow peaceful, vibrational and loving energy in this home and all around me. I live in harmony and I cleanse the heaviness of the space and I only allow love, light, and ascended beings in. Or you can say, I release all energies that don't serve me and I call all the power back to me now. I call in protection from my angels. And then after you're done saging the house, hitting the corners, whatever you want, you have to end the ceremony. You can say amen, you can say namaste, you can say and so it is, anything that calls the ceremony to end. And that means that the energy can start working for you. Okay, number five, this seems easier than it is. But if you are having low vibe events happening to you, low vibe people in your life, or the space feels weird, or there 
are ghosts present, it's most always because you are also on a lower frequency. And I hate to say that because there are a lot of times when I've been at a hotel or been passing through and I've I've felt ghosts or seen ghosts. And it's not always because I'm in a bad place, but I will say it's because I haven't taken care of myself properly. If the ghost tries to mess with me or talk to me or communicate with me now with my boundaries, I'm like, oh, something's going on in my waking life that I'm not paying attention to. So yeah, without going too cerebral with this, cut out any toxicity in your life. Is there a boss that's taking advantage of you? Is there a friend that is just like really disrespecting you or impeding on your boundaries? Is there a family member that just feels toxic or abusive in any way? There are so many ways that this can play out, but I think you might know that you have toxic people or energies in your life. Now, there's a few ways you can cut out toxic people. And it could also be like maybe someone from your past is still thinking about you or you're keeping in contact with someone from your past that wasn't necessarily positive or peaceful for you. Then you have to do, you know, a ceremony where you have to cut the cords. You can do this in a few different ways. You know, a lot of times people do imagine either in meditation or sitting in silence, they imagine the cord between the two of you. There's like a big scissors or a big knife that physically cuts the cord. Now, the only thing that's bad about doing this is sometimes like you still, since there was a direct line, you still feel like it's two halves of a whole. So I always recommend actually imagining if you guys were like roped together. Imagine that that, that's like the cord that holds you together. Imagine that you're actually untying your end of the rope. So they can still have that long rope, but it's going nowhere. Another thing I like to think of is if someone has hooks in you, imagine a fishing line. Let's say you're the fish and you're on the hook and that toxic vampire is on the other end or an ex that's thinking of you or, you know, someone that you're is not in your life anymore, but you're still feeling the toxic presence of them. Imagine that fish that tries to get away when it's on the line and they're reeling, reeling, reeling. And there's tons of tension. Imagine that you just take the two hooks out of your mouth or out of your back with your physical hands, like boop, just pop it off. Like it's no problem. Fish get away all the freaking time. It's not that easy to fish. The two hooks are getting off your back and that fishing line has nowhere to attach to you and you're in open water now. And all you had to do was physically take the hook out, just like if you're fishing and you're going to release the fish. And the last one is actually from my energy healer. She likes to think of everyone having a light beam like up to the universe. And if other people are like in your little portal, like, you know, there's only space for one portal. (laughs) So just imagine that there's several different light beams coming down. You're in your own and then you walk them like physically in your mind's eye. You can walk them to their light beam and beam them up themselves. So that's a couple visualizations for how you can get toxic people out of your life. But at the end of the day, getting people out of your life is an action you have to physically put up your boundary. And if that means blocking that person, if that means changing your phone number, if that means never talking to them again, that might be what you have to do. You guys know I'm a double cancer. So blocking people is very simple for me. (laughs) I know it's not as easy as, as that, but I will say your energy will get more positive the second that you cut out that toxicity. Number six, super simple, just carry around some crystals with you. There are so many crystals that are really good for protection. I love the top three I use are black tourmaline, a black onyx, 
or an obsidian. All of those are fantastic. You can keep them in your car for protection. You can keep them in all four corners of the room. You can keep it by your bed, under your pillow, in your purse. The options are endless. And then if you want to do another like high vibe crystal, you can do a selenite or, you know, a, a clear quartz or anything that's white with black. A lot of times I like like a tourmalated quartz. So yeah, any of those are known to help with negative energy. Number seven, last but certainly not least, after you have cleansed your space and you're feeling good energies, the windows are open, the light's coming through, it's a really good time to clean. So in my intuition course, I actually talk about this a lot, how you can get really in your head about things when you have junk around. So maybe just clean, like actually physically mop your floors. I know it sucks. It's not always great, but you can make it fun. Put on freaking Beyonce and like dance around and have a good time cleaning and bringing in more high vibrational space. And also moving your body is very um, high vibrational as well. So clean, clear out your closet, wipe down your handles and doors. You can clean mirrors. I recommend cleaning you know, at least once a week. And if that's something that does not feel good for you, you can delegate other people to come in and help you (laughs) clean, you know, as long as they have high vibe energy. It's really, really good for you. I really recommend it. All right, all right. That wraps up seven ways to clear your energy, get rid of negative people, negative things, negative entities. Let me know which technique you really liked or one that you already do. I think if you do a blend of all of them, you are freaking set. And I just wanted to thank you again for stopping by, listening to Psychic Scoop. If you love the show and want to hear more, please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe. That helps me out a lot. You can head over to my Instagram at spirit underscore sis. Tell me what episode was your favorite and what you want to hear more of. You can go to my website, spiritsis.com, and check out all of my services. I'm offering now solar return and aura readings, as well as the yearly forecast transit reading. Lots going on. And then I also really encourage any spirit spiritual person who's listening to check out my intuition course. It is a seven-day self-paced course to get you back alignment so you can make everyday decisions that feel really juicy and high vibe and powerful for you. Okay, beautiful. And until next time, lovies, keep your space high freaking vibe. I love you. Talk soon. Bye-bye.